This is the Ag Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Boyer, and this podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. Of those is Jenny Vanderlyn. She is the Associate Director for the Center for Dairy Profitability based in Madison, Wisconsin, and housed at the University of Wisconsin. Today, we talk about the Heart of the Farm program. And before we get started on the program itself, Jenny, tell us more about you and what you do. Thanks, Lori, and thanks for having me on the show. Center for Dairy Profitability is a program within the University of Wisconsin-Madison Division of Extension, and we have a lot of outreach um, throughout Wisconsin on risk management topics, um, primarily financial management, farm succession, do a lot on market, dairy markets, and policy. My main focus in, in my position, other than doing a lot of the administration as associate director, I do a lot of fine financial management with producers across the state, and then also coordinate our Heart of the Farm Women in Agriculture series. All right. Thank you very much for that. So let's talk about that. Tell me a little bit of background on how you got this program going and what it is. Well, our, the mission and goal of the, the Heart of the Farm program is to address the needs of farm women across the state and actually due to the pandemic, we're now doing it pretty nationally, by providing them education on pertinent business management, risk management topics, and then also connecting them with um, agricultural resources and creating a social network for the farm women who might um, otherwise be fairly isolated on their, their farms and within their communities. Jenny, before... We started the program... Oh, Sorry. I was just going to ask real quick how long the program has been in existence. Yeah, I was just about to say we started the program about 2002. This current one, there wasn't within um, extension. We did have a program more in the 80s to address some of the funding issues that were going on then. But in 2002, we started this program. It was um, a small group of some county educators and myself and one other specialist. And we just did it because we knew that the farm women really needed some kind of an outlet. They needed a program for their set, for themselves to learn the topics of risk management. So that so we've been in existence since about 2002. Okay. I had read a figure, it's been a little while ago, and you can tell me if, if you have seen or heard the same thing, that nowadays, currently, their farm operators, the farm decision makers... 30% of them across the United States of all kinds of operations are women now. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have been. I mean, the, the census actually changed so that they're, um, some of the questions they're trying to get at more of the principal operators, and they started doing that. I, I can't remember exactly what year. So they're actually able to count um principal operators of farm. And actually, Colorado is in the top. 10, I believe, of women producers. Wisconsin is not that far behind. I think Colorado's got 42 um, principal operators who are um, women, and Wisconsin has 33%. So that's that's great. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. How do you decide the topics that, that you're covering? Is it just based on feedback from the women that you're visiting with? These days, I, I think so. It's also, we, we I work with county educators across the state, and we try to pick topics that 
we have gotten feedback. It might be a current issue that really needs to be addressed. Um, kind of, and then maybe a county educator would like to do, you know, promote some work that they've been doing. So it kind of varies across on how we pick the topics, but usually they're pretty pertinent and something that um, the farm women would really get something out of. How many women do you average being a part of the program? Well, that's a good question, Laurie. We, um, oh, up until the pandemic, we were holding conferences across the state, and we would have maybe about five to seven conferences in, in various spots in the state. And we'd have anywhere, oh, I'd say between 15 and all the way up to maybe 50 women attending. Due to the pandemic, we moved on to an on- online what we call coffee chat series, and we're holding those the second Mondays of the month, and we've actually gotten people over 100 registrants. And they're more national, whereas the the one-day conferences that we held in state were just for Wisconsin. I see. And you started to answer, I guess, my next question was going to be the format. So I understand the coffee chat, and that includes women from all over. That's really cool. Uh, as far, though, as your conferences, those were like, I'm going to guess, two or three days, and then you had your work sessions on those topics that we just talked about? Yeah, they were actually only one day. We typically, oh, okay. most yeah, most of our um, attendees are dairy producers, so we have um, a conference between 10 and 3 in the afternoon. Um, I'm, yeah, so that they can do the chores in the morning and we can do get home and, and deal with the chores in the afternoon. But coffee chats are just one hour. So the conferences are small, but they're, it's a pretty packed day. And then we typically end it with something kind of fun. We've done chocolate tasting. We've done wine tasting, beer tasting, um, cheese tasting. Kind of just try to end the day with something fun because sometimes the topics we have – I'm not that fun. Yeah, that right there would draw me in. All of those tastings that you just mentioned, those those are the fun part. Those are my jam. And all that can be tied back into agriculture, too, I know. Uh And Jenny, what is it going to look like moving forward? Are you going to try to bring conferences back? Are you going to stick with a coffee chat? Or or how are you going to evolve that now? I think we're going to do both. Um, We've talked about it, that the group that's working on it, we've talked about it. And the coffee chats are kind of nice. They're only an hour, and we can get a lot more topics in there. We also make videos of them and transcribe them. And so we're hitting a lot more people, and that's kind of the Wisconsin idea is to take this research ideas and kind of get them out there. So I think we'll, we'll do both. Um, we don't have any in-person conferences scheduled as yet. Normally, our programming season is, like, typically it starts about November and runs through March or April. So we haven't scheduled anything there, but we do have some coffee chat series. We've got one on the fourth, no, the 12th of this month and then one in August. And then we'll take a break and we'll start it again in November. Okay. And Jenny, I'm also curious, your programming season, is it year to year then? Is that kind of what you do? And then you kind of change it up for the next year based on the issues or, or whatever's going on? 
Right, right. And when I say programming season, it's basically because we're, our audience is dairy farming, and so we can get more people attending those in person once we're not out on the field as much during those months. You being with the university? So, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to add to I'm that? I'm sorry. I, go ahead. You being with the university, I know that there's a lot of stuff you have to report on and metrics and things like that. So how are you measuring this? How are you measuring the results of what you're doing? Well, we do do an evaluation at um, each one of the in-person conferences and kind of, you know, why they attended, how far they went, you know, certain demographics on that, if, if they liked a certain topic. It's a little harder for us to do the on the evaluation on the online, but we do kind of ask if you know like we we've done some on some of the dairy market policy and some of the financial stuff that going forward would was it beneficial to them or something. Online evaluation is a little bit more difficult to do. We haven't quite found a way to do it yet. Do you happen to know is this heart of the farm program just unique to Wisconsin or other states doing this as well or a version of it? I think a lot of many many states do women programming. So I I I don't think any of them are called heart of the farm, but I know that Nebraska, Iowa, I'm not sure about Colorado, so I can't speak on that, but a lot of the Midwestern states I know, Kansas, they all have women's programming and do quite a bit with that. What else about the program that I haven't asked about? I think I would just like to comment on how we really, the women really kind of have taken ownership of the heart of the farm. It's very hard to be a farm, a dairy farm woman, I would say. You know, they've got a lot of challenges in their lives and it's hard to balance that that life and they're working off the farm, on the farm, raising kids, stuff like that. So this is just a day for them to go out and educate themselves, but also have a little bit of fun. Okay. That's what we try to do. On that, thank you for joining me. Thank you for sharing. It's just good to talk to you. It's just good to learn and hear what other states are doing and hear what is going on around the country with regard to ag and especially in areas when it comes to women in ag. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, Lori, thank you for letting me talk about it. I'm I'm proud of this program. You should be. You should be. Thank you so much. Again, that was Jenny Vanderlin, Associate Director for the Center for Dairy Profitability. She's based in Madison, Wisconsin, talking about the heart of the farm program for dairy women in her state. And that will do it for this edition of the Ag Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. 